0: Oh, you're looking for someone funny and kind? Guess what? That's me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> surprise. I'm sure you haven't met anyone else who's funny or kind. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> hello, and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co host, Erica. Erica, hello, hello.
2: Hello, hello. How are you feeling
1: tonight, Allie? You know exactly how I'm feeling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got Ellie fresh off a of work dinner,
1: feeling a little loose right now. Feel I'm lo- very excited. A little loose. Feel I took my loose. I I took my team out for dinner and we went to a a Spanish tapas place. It was delicious and we did have some wine. We did. Yes.
2: But good. You you need it. You need you work hard, you need to play play for a little bit, you know?
1: It was good. It was also fun, like you know, I mostly work from home, my team mostly works from home. We're in market right now, We're in the office. It was really nice to see everybody in person and also like get out to dinner after work and not talk about work. yes, very much
2: because it's just it can just be draining. You're doing the same stuff talking about the same stuff all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it, so was, it was it was lovely. so uh, it was great, and i uh I am I'm a little bit drained. I've been in the office. More days than usual. And I have been especially leaning on my Sunset late gummies to help me fall asleep so that I can really be rested for the next day. I'm almost out. I have to reorder. Uh,
2: I mean, I go through these things, things like candy, um, which might not be the best thing to say, but it's true. Um, <laughs> it, it almost is like tricking my brain if I'm like, ooh, gummies. And then all of a sudden I'm on the couch like, oh like, man, oh, I feel like so I could sleepy. fall asleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. It's- yeah, it's the best, though. I love it. I just uh, re-upped my little supply here for my place in L.A., uh, and uh, I've gotten into the body lotion as well, because uh, your girl's been oh, on a so little bad. bit of a workout kick, and Very my cool. legs are sore as hell. <laughs> so,
1: are you using it. the, like, Arnica?
2: I even used the, um the like, regular lotion they have. Oh, yeah. Which was really, really great. Um, But yeah, I love it. Especially they have, if you don't like strong scents, they have an unscented one as well Mm -hmm. very very clutch Uh, but the lotion is great quality honestly especially I'm out here
1: it's a little bit drier out here so I need some extra moisture I'm definitely a lotion girly and if anybody else wants to try it you can go to sunsetlakecbd.com and use our promo code FMH20 to get 20% off your order
2: yes don't miss out promo code FMH20 you can use it as many times as you
1: want for 20% off sunsetlakecbd.com truly love them. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months and I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home but without the alcohol.
2: Yeah, and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice nice little flavorful drink.
1: They're absolutely delicious. And you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash fmh. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. What is going on? How are we feeling in LA? Uh, I've been feeling
2: really, really great. I kind of oddly feel guilty of how much I am enjoying myself out here. Why I'm do you feel guilty?
1: Lie.
2: I don't know. I think I think what's hard is I still have like A lot of my good friends really are still in New York, Mm. but it has been really, really nice spending more time with all my friends that have been out here and also just honestly taking like a break from shows has been really, really nice. And I did not realize how much I needed it till. Yeah. You've been going nonstop, man. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of. I don't want to say it's an odd life because I feel like it's the life that a lot of people leave of like you do your work <laughs> you go to your job you maybe go to a workout you come home you make yourself dinner like you get that vegging time and I just mm-hmm. haven't had that and I've been really bad of beating myself up when I have days that I don't get a lot done Yeah. and trying to just have like even an hour before I go to bed where I just chill and don't worry about all the stuff I have to do tomorrow and I don't know all that stuff. So, I'm I'm kind of fully drinking some LA Kool-Aid right now of the the more chill vibe lifestyle. I mean, um, you posted like an incense farmers market picture on Instagram today, so. Oh, hilarious. It was all these products about like cleansing your room and, you know, getting the demons out with the sage or whatever the sage fucking does. And then there's these signs all over also like, and if you steal it's bad karma and what goes around comes around. <laughs> It's the worst kind of karma you can and have,
1: and I'm sage like, will not help you.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you think this sage is going to help your room? Not if you steal it, bitch. If you steal not it, if you steal
1: it, if only you sage
2: has it. been paid for. <laughs> yeah, we're going to come for you. I was like, stolen sage, God. not good. I know. I was like, wow, this is uh, really infringing on people's. I don't know. I don't know beliefs. I have no idea. But um, I do have a fun update for you.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I. Is it is it about the date that you sent me a selfie from?
2: No, that's an that's another thing. But I was gonna oh, tell you okay. this first. Okay. So okay. first of all, thank thank you very much publicly for my birthday gift. Uh I don't know if I've talked about it on this pod, but I've been uh become like a bathhouse girl. I love a sauna. Oh, you have talked
1: about it. Hello, oh, yeah. that's how the nurse started. Oh shit, yes. we don't talk about that on the main pod.
2: All right, well you gotta go to the Patreon to hear the rest of it. So anyway <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. That's why I was like, I don't know if I mentioned it here. Oops. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. If you want that story, go to the Patreon. But um, so <laughs> I've become a bath- bathhouse lady and uh, you very kindly got me a gift certificate to a bathhouse in LA. So hey, I went, I used it. I did. I used <gasps> yes. it this week. And Allie, I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> you gave me a gift certificate to a nude bathhouse. I
1: did know that.
2: Oh, did you know? Okay, I was like, yeah, I, I definitely know know knows this, but there are literally signs up with a swimsuit and a big no through it. It was like, don't even I d- think I about wearing know that. your
1: one piece. Okay, <laughs> was I right that you would kind of like that vibe?
2: I mean, the thing is, I don't care, but it was kind of a funny surprise if I was like, well, guess we're going naked, and my locker also didn't have a towel, so I was like, I guess I can't even wrap myself in a towel. Oh my god which that was just a mistake uh but that was fun of I made some friends just walking around naked being like uh where'd you get your towel by the
1: way <laughs> um hello I see other people in towels where might yeah. I acquire one <laughs> I know but honestly I like being nudes I was like
2: this ain't bad uh I, and I uh so
1: I I did a lot of research in this I asked a lot of people I got Rourke's advice um she recommended a different one. A bunch of people recommended this one. And I was like, okay. I think Erica could be down for this. And it just seemed very cool. I mean, I'm, I
2: love a bathhouse. So it was, you know, it's an all women's one, by the way. So that yeah, also, like, yeah, guess yeah, 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 But if anything, I was like, I don't know. I think I'm actually more self-conscious in a bathing suit than just flat naked. Flat naked, I'm like, I look you great. Go. You know, bathing suit, you're like, it's pinching here. Or you got to readjust it. You know what I mean? But if you're just... If it's all out, it's all just
1: out. So There's nothing to be uncomfortable in if there's nothing yeah, on you.
2: Truly. But I'm not going to lie. It was a little weird for a second being like, I'm just in a jacuzzi naked. Just full <laughs> <laughs> But It was an experience for sure. Um, and I also got for the first time, I've never gotten one of those scrubs. Or yeah, kind of I heard things. they were amazing. So I think this place is known for because they had like eight different types of scrubs. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll get a little scrub. And I think it's just going to be like a quick scrub and then more like a massage. Yo, when they say scrub, they are not messing around, dude. They're scrubbing. They have Oh, oh they get not only, you know, obviously the, you know, sugar scrub or whatever. They get mm-hmm. um the washcloths that have the extra like abrasion oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. exfoliation and let me tell you, they do not have mercy with those things. <laughs> They're like fully going and i saw marks on my arm not marks like little pieces on my arm that i was like oh is that like dirt or something and i was like no that's my skin that they've that's dead skin yeah Mm -hmm. dead skin however uh i was smooth as a baby after but they really they put you on your side they really they get all in there they are not not (laughs) shot so but anyway i enjoyed myself they also washed your hair which was kind of like intimate but nice
1: oh my god i love having my hair washed
2: yeah, very nice. But so that was my fun little, little birthday treat for myself. I'm now Yay, a naked so bat, bathhouse like girl. It. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if only the nurse could have seen me now. <laughs> there you
1: go. Fully an element, but patrons know I
2: what's up. up. Yeah. Um, so tell and, me
1: about this date, though, because you sent me a selfie from the bathroom of a date that I didn't know about.
2: Yes. Uh, I mean, I mainly was showing you my outfit. Great dress.
1: Well, the uh, outfit was very cute, but I was like, "Hello, knock knock, what is this date?"
2: Yes. Um. So I ended up last week, uh, downloading Bumble because I was like, you know what, I'm not mm. doing shows, and I was curious. I was, you know, in my relaxation on the couch on my CBD. Like, mm, let's see, let's do a little swipe. Were you doing the good vibes?
1: There.
2: Yeah, I was feeling the good vibes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had a handful of matches. Was talking to people, and this one guy seemed. I don't know very nice chatty and then all of a sudden he was like oh no actually it wasn't even at night because I met him that night that we matched Mm -hmm. he said something of like I'm getting off work soon do you want to go get like some drinks and some sushi and I said why not you know I'm kind of in vacation energy oh god it's the best there's this hand roll place if you come out here you gotta go they give you the rice is warm what yeah game changer right god I miss (laughs) California sushi so bad I need to come visit immediately (laughs) Uh, Well, hilarious. We ended up not being able to find a sushi place for reservations uh, near where I lived. So we ended up going to like a little taco margarita spot. Not
1: complaining. We like that too.
2: Yeah. Uh, Start of the date was fun. Nice time. But it was something that while we were talking on the app, um, he played basketball in college and so did I. And so right away he was like, oh, we have so much in common. I'm like, okay. But then on the date. Just the one thing. No, it just was like. I'll be honest, after, I don't know, what was it, an hour, half hour, I was sitting there like, ooh, if I have to hear one more basketball story, I think I'm going to lose it. And that's coming from me, who likes basketball. You like those things. Yeah, but it just was, it was a lot of, it was a big vibe of, you have not let go of this part of your life yet. Mm -hmm. And, And I don't mean it negatively because anyone that was a collegiate athlete it's like look it's a big deal your last game it's very emotional like but
1: but so all of his stories were about like past basketball it wasn't current oh no some were current where
2: you're a little like uh, no no not okay i don't i don't really want to hear about (laughs) like some of your you know playing pickup wherever you
1: play shit Do you know what i mean what kind of stories are we talking about here? Was he giving you like play-by-plays of his pickup games? Kinda. It was just,
2: it was just a lot. And and the most frustrating thing more is where you go to move the conversation just to mm-hmm. anything else and they somehow bring it back to this one thing they like to talk about. Or it, sometimes it would be just like braggy, but it would be stuff that, to be honest, I didn't care Like he told me all of a sudden he said, oh, I I broke a backboard once. And I was like, oh, cool. I I didn't even say cool. I specifically was like, I don't really want this story, which sounds so mean, (laughs) but it's the truth. And then he proceeds to tell me the whole story of it was during warmups and it was, you know, whatever little league he plays in right now. And, you know, smashed the glass of a backboard. He's like, oh, and then, you know, the owners of the place tried to like get me to pay for it and I was like uh yeah that you know seems like a lot like
1: so I don't know that's all I, he had like that's like the only topic of conversation that he had available
2: very much and then I was like let me move this to I guess dating relationships because he yeah. went to school actually in New York and then but was born and raised here so he's back here where his family is
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um you know I asked like oh when was your last relationship and his last relationship was he said like five months ago and it was technically his only girlfriend ever mm. and i said really that's interesting and then just through talking of like dating and relationships two things came up so one thing came up about body counts mm. and i was like huh and it was about i don't know some girl he met and he was like it was like crazy high and i said really how high was why it? would
1: he even bring that up though
2: I don't know exactly. That's the point. I was like, oh, this matters because I don't care. I would never ask somebody or care. So, (laughs) yeah. And I remember he said 30. I think he said 30. And I said, how old was she? And he goes, "Uh, like 22, 23. And I go, okay. (laughs) I was like, I go, all right. That's, I was like, how many weekends are in a year? 52. I was like, so what, like less than 10 weekends a year she had sex and had fun? Like, I was like, I don't think that's bad. fucking what? Yeah, I literally did the math in front of him of like, well, if she started having sex in college, what, that's 10 weekends a year? Like, that's nothing. And then he was like, well, you know, I mean, I feel like you're judging me a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Fully, not a little bit.
1: Fully judging (laughs) judging her.
2: Yeah, and I straight up was like, I mean, I don't know if you know what your body count is. I said, but I don't know what mine is. I said, I don't I don't know what mine it. is either. Yeah. I was like, I'm not counting it because I'm not a fucking nerd with a little notepad being like, oh, oh, what's my number? Oh. Because to be honest, I'm like, I, I think my number is about that girl's number, but I don't count it. And also, I'm like, I don't have sex that much. So I just, I don't care. It's such a immature thing to care about, in my opinion. I'm it like, really I have is. sex when I want to. That's That's all that matters to me you know agreed yeah uh, i know and then within that conversation something came up about like std stds he said and i was oh. like <laughs> stis but yeah um <laughs> and, right like you said something of like well you, know, you don't want to be with someone that has like a bunch of stis and i was like oh yeah i go have you ever i said you've never had a run-in with an sti like most people have and yeah. he was like no no, I haven't. And then he didn't ask me, but I was like, oh, if you ask me, I'm gonna tell you right now, like, yeah, I actually have herpes. Not a big deal. Right. So should did your ask. world worldview a little bit. No, he didn't. He wanted to get past to basketball. He was like, speaking of speaking of STIs, like,
1: and did you know that the backboard <laughs> Yeah
2: Yeah, I was like It's actually a breeding Ooh. ground. Yeah. But you know what was interesting? It was one of those dates that I'm not gonna lie, right? Walked in, cute, nice, yeah. took the lead, like made the plan made the move like i was feeling it probably the first half hour it was then the like second hour of the date i was like oh no oh no oh no and i felt just kind of exhausted sitting there listening because like the first half an hour
1: was all he had
2: kind of or just it's interesting because i am for short dates i do like the shorter dates not a marathon however yeah I was like I don't know maybe an hour and a half is kind of a nice sweet spot of have I started to feel a trail off because I left being like damn if that was like 45 minutes an hour I probably would have left like okay I'll do a second one you know interesting so yeah maybe that is a good sweet spot maybe I don't know I try I mean I I don't look at my phone so I don't know exactly but then I uh I was annoyed because the server came back a few times and we never reordered drinks or more food or anything. And Uh I understand, you know, first time, maybe even second time because the first time was quick. But the third time there was no like, should we get the check? And I was sitting there itching to be like, can we ramp this up? Or you didn't Uh say anything? I didn't say we should get the check because I'll be honest, that's something I feel a little tricky if uh, you're not paying. Or he also just yeah, kept I guess... talking. So, yeah. so I did, this is usually my was... move in this situation. I go to the bathroom. I try to find the server on the way to the bathroom and say, like, can you please bring the check?
1: So did you do that?
2: Did not find the server, but I went to the bathroom and okay. took my time. Took the selfie. Took my time in there. Yeah, took a selfie in the mirror. you, <laughs> <laughs> sent- I was like, Cute look at outfit. my outfit, though. Pretty great. She was like, Pretty what are you outfit? doing? And I was like, I am avoiding a date right now, a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then when I came out of the bathroom, he I didn't realize he already paid the check, I guess, while I was in there because we talked a little bit. Oh. And then I was finally like, oh, should we? He was like, oh, no, the server came back with something. So I was like, oh, okay, he already paid. So I said, thank you. And uh, he waited outside with me for my Uber. He did offer to drive me home, but I was like, we don't need hey, to I go, honestly, together. not that I was, I mean, that actually that more than the safety sadly in the moment but i like went into the date being like erica la is kind of different of everybody has cars and it's very easy for someone to just nicely offer but at the same time you go oh now you know where i live you don't
1: need to know where i live yeah
2: yeah so and i said to him very nicely i said oh i said that's very nice for you to offer i said i do think you're a very nice guy but you know you are a stranger from the internet still and he and he laughed that's a fair point he goes fair point i was like okay yeah yeah so i did that um i know you have updates but i do have a peeve can i share a peeve that I'm uh, back yes on please share a peeve i think my ultimate biggest peeve is someone just being fully lazy on the plans okay because here's right. the bright side of me being on the apps in la right i get to play mm. dumb i get to play the dumb damsel in distress oh i Show just me moved around here. Help me. Oh, what's a good taco spot? Ooh, where should we go? Right? So <laughs> I met, I don't know, some other guy I was talking to today. I said something of, this has actually been a new opener I've had, been using. And it's because I've been at home at night chilling, looking for a movie to watch. Yeah. Men love movies. They love giving movie recommendations. So when they have nothing on their profile, I'll just message them and say, hey, I'm in need of a, of a movie recommendation, dot, dot, dot. And also gives the opportunity to be gross that half the men have been like, oh, it won't matter because we won't be watching it anyway.
1: Ew, Uh, come on.
2: Dumb, gross. I didn't even say we were watching
1: it together. Exactly.
2: Or something along those lines, right? But then the nice guys, immediately they go, all right, well,
1: what kind of movies do you like? Like, there we go.
2: Here we are. Conversation happening.
1: Yeah. I think maybe I would use TV because I don't like movies, so I don't even want to talk about them.
2: I mean, either or, you know? It's yeah. kind of a... The TV would like be a good one for also, me. Right? Or you can also ask somebody, like, what have you been binging lately? Yeah. You know? Anyway. So. That I had this to tell guy... about Chicago Fire.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, you can. But I am... I'm like you, too. I'm a TV person. So, anyway. um, But this guy today was, like, back and forth. And it, finally, it came up of, you know, let's do something. And he said, well, what do you have in mind? And I said... No. <laughs> See, I'm a little more <laughs> forgiving. go he said, "What do you have in mind?" cuz I, I would I'd actually think. say that. Uh, <laughs> I, so then I said, "Oh, well, I'm new to the area, so I'd be down to go get some tacos or something." And he said, "Oh, tacos where?"
1: No. And no. I said, "I don't know
2: where." <laughs> I don't know where. This is after we were talking a while to like plan something. And I jokingly, but not jokingly said, do I have to do all the work here? Ha ha. I said, I just moved. So funny. And then I just said, I just moved here. So what are the taco spots you like? And he goes, I mean, equal rights. And then he says, what kind of. No, (laughs) but this got me even more mad. He says, what kind of tacos do you like? I'm like tacos, bitch. It's LA. All the California people. Yeah. But all the California people have always been like, ugh. The Mexican food in New York is trash compared to California. It sucks compared to L.A. So I'm like, I'm in L.A. Show me the tacos. Take me to the tacos. I don't care if it's a taco stand outside or a cute little place inside. I don't care. But it's like, why would I know? And especially yeah. after I just said, why am I doing all the work here? And you're going to hit me with freaking, well, what kind of tacos? Tacos, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. Tacos. I don't know what to
1: tell you on that. Also, okay, equal rights, like equal effort, Sure. What effort is he giving in the conversation? None. I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything thus far. It's
2: not work. If anything, it's the most anti-equal rights because I'm doing more work and getting paid less. Exactly. So fuck this. Fuck this. But I'm like, ooh, new peeve. New. I think that's my major peeve is when you are even being a little bit like, all right, here's a little idea. You wanna you wanna contribute anything to the brainstorming session? No. Nope. All right, dude. Like, not hard. Not that hard.
1: Anyway. It's really frustrating.
2: Yeah, you know. I'm back. Back in the ass. <laughs>
1: back. <laughs> we're <laughs> back, <laughs> baby.
2: <laughs> we're back, baby. We're back and we're frustrated a bit. But <laughs> but it's kind of nice of, uh, to be honest, other than that, I've just been very vacation energy with it. I'm like, I like that cool. a lot. Let's meet up. Let's not. Because I'm trying to just have fun with it. Dating should be fun. And so I'm trying to not stress it too much. But I like it. I I'm like back it. trying it out. So that's that's all my updates
1: for the week. I know you got a couple okay. to share. I have a couple. Quick update first about Wolverine. That for those who don't remember from last week, that's the guy that I met in real life at the volleyball tournament.
2: Yes. Who I was trying to push you to, you know, slide on.
1: Yeah, this man's not interested in me.
2: <gasps> no,
1: what makes you say that? No. It's funny that you say that because I received a text message from a friend of mine who listens to the pod. After she listened to last week's, and she was like, "I like Erica's idea. You should text him that." And okay. I was like, "We're it's a little late. I already did something else, and he's definitely not interested." <laughs> Wait, what did you do? What was the other thing? So I I got his number from my friend, the other person, right? Yeah, and I texted him and I said like, "Hey, it's Ali. Like, you know, got your number from so and so as promised." Um, we're not setting up because I think I told I think I told you last week that I had said that I would let him know when we were gonna like set up nets or whatever. Right. Yes. And so I was like, I don't think we're setting up this week, but like I'll definitely let you know, did you end up playing yesterday? hmm And he took two days to reply to me. Oh, come on. And when he did reply, he was initially quite enthusiastic and he was like, Allie, hey, like da-da-da, yeah. He told me that he had like, he did play the day. The day that I asked about, but he like tweaked his knee and he was like, yeah. So he's like, I think I'm going to be like resting it for a bit, but definitely let me know if you're playing, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I wrote back and I said like, oh no, I'm so sorry to hear that. And then I said, it's especially a bummer because I was going to see if you wanted to play with me in a doubles tournament in a couple of weeks.
2: Oh, still not a bold date move though. He didn't reply. Huh.
1: I don't know. I don't know if he'd take that as a flirty thing. I don't. I didn't need him to take it as a flirty thing. If he were interested in me, he would have continued to talk to me. Well, yeah, that
2: part. Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. I do agree. (laughs) Oh, that's shitty. Yeah.
2: Well, like, I just whatever. meant like you, I wouldn't be embarrassed because you. It's I don't oh, think that you putting yourself out there that hard. No, That's no, definitely not.
1: Definitely not. Definitely not embarrassed. But like I just know that he's not interested because if he were interested, he would be continuing to speak to me. Right. So just have not
2: heard since. Nothing. that message. Nothing. Oh wow. Okay. I'd yeah. be tempted to follow up and be like, dot dot dot. Am I really that bad? <laughs> 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 or like dot 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 my record is like
1: I've oh broken I a net I actually before. <laughs> excuse me i beat you in the semifinals last weekend so who are you yeah. oh uh, sorry sorry I'm you don't want to be on the winning team <laughs> no oh. but like oh, that sucks so it's fine whatever but like it's just more like okay you're right it wasn't a bold date move but if this man was interested we would be speaking yeah i would assume so something yeah
2: or no, he'd be not. like oh i'd want to see you sooner yeah Right. Well, he would have said something. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I put it out there. You put it out there. Yeah, I support it. I did. Thank you. So look at that. It still was a great idea by me and your other friend.
1: <laughs> I agree that it was a great idea. I I went in a slightly different direction and got my answer. So, um, oh, well. so that's the that's the the bow tie on Wolverine. I am gonna see him again. He's I mean he's gonna be around at tournaments and stuff that I go to. So I don't know. We'll see.
2: I mean, we'll see. Just beat him. Uh, well (laughs) it's like just
1: win keep winning yeah i already did been there done that
2: man yeah so
1: um so anyway so that's that um i did go out with mr chaotic last week yes how you feeling did i did i had a really good time with him that said i am not gonna see him until we get back from greece really yeah i didn't know this But he – so he splits his time between here and another city for work. Oh. And I didn't know this, but he is now in that other city until I leave. Okay. But he was talking
2: to you, so he wants a second
1: date. I would assume so. I mean, we said – so we went to – so backing up, we went to a beer garden in Dumbo. He planned it. We both really like bar games. Um, and board games and whatnot and so there's this place called Randolph Beer in Dumbo that has like fun bar games and he suggested we go there Um, he lives in the city he knows I live in Brooklyn so it was kind of like a middle ground which was nice and we went there we had a great time we said at the end of the date or like throughout the date that we would want to do it again Mm -hmm. didn't like nail down an exact plan on the date which is fine he texted me that night we texted a little bit the next day and they just kind of like dropped into conversation that he was no longer in New York.
2: Oh, like literally date and bounced.
1: Yeah, I think a couple of days later. Like he's oh. gone now. He's not here anymore. And, okay. t- and he won't get back. So he mentioned something about how he'd be back in New York, whatever it is, like Memorial Day weekend. And I was like, oh, that's when I leave for two weeks. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only home for like. Literally 18 hours in between my two trips. So I'm not, Oh, I forgot because you have nationals. I, forgot. I have nationals. Yeah, you have I'm trip? going to Dallas for volleyball, right? And then I get back on Wednesday mm. night late and then we leave for Greece on Thursday afternoon. All right. Well, I guess I wouldn't count it as a strike in any way. It just sucks. No, it's just like even if I had known it still would have happened. Like it was too soon after the date. Like we, I wouldn't yeah. have seen him again regardless. Right. Um, I definitely would go out with him again. I had a great time. He's very high energy, like very just personable. Like he had been to the bar one time before and like knew one of the servers. He befriended the bartender. Like he got there a little bit early and so he'd already gotten there and ordered us both drinks. He actually sent me a picture of the menu while I was on my way because he'd gotten there already. Oh, nice. Nice move. And he was like, what do you want to drink? Yeah, it was Nice. Um And by the time I got in there, he, like, was on a first-name basis with the bartender. Like, he's, like, that guy that, like, befriends people everywhere he goes. It's a very nice quality. Mm-hmm. Very charismatic, yeah. Very charismatic. One, like, it's not a red flag. Red's the wrong – maybe yellow. Not maybe yellow, I don't even think any of those phrases are right. One, like, thing that raises my antenna. Mm-hmm. He is in the entertainment industry, loosely. Okay. He goes out a lot. Hmm. Like his job is to go out practically.
2: Okay. And is the antenna you just don't want to go out that much? It's just a different lifestyle.
1: Hmm. Okay. Fair. I see what you're saying. So it's not like it's not a it's, it's not, not a, not deal a breaker. Or it's, it's a lifestyle. No, thing. no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. It's not anything that I'm like, oh, this is definitely not gonna work. It's just something that I'm like interesting. I wonder how that would play out. Mm-hmm. See, funny, I am someone
2: that's out most nights because of comedy.
1: He's out like drinking, though, like heart drinking. Like, a well, lot. I was
2: going to say there's different levels of being out. Yeah.
1: Or more
2: so for me, and I don't say red flag, just its compatibility of on the weekends, just weekends alone, someone that wants to be out really late at the bars drinking yeah, is not the typ- typical thing I want to be doing.
1: Right, like I not that I I look at those people and go,
2: "Whoa, red flag
1: people." Of course, you know. No, of course not. It's just maybe a compatibility thing, like you said. Like, I like to go out, but I don't remember what day of the week this was. It was a weeknight. Had I had a couple beers, I was ready to go home. He was not. Not in like a way Mm -hmm. that was like like he was. He wasn't judging me or questioning me for wanting to go home. No. No. No just just he could have stayed out longer he absolutely could have stayed out for hours more and i was like i i am tired yeah uh okay
2: i see what you're saying i would i would agree i'd feel the same
1: way yeah so it's not anything that's like i don't have to worry about that right now no you don't but it's something that i'm just like oh okay interesting right and a lot of the stories he told also, like, the, one of the reasons I know that he does that a lot is because of the stories that he told about yes. his work specifically. And, like, the, the way that deals go down, the way that he networks, the way, like, the way that he meets people, like, all of that stuff. Yeah.
2: And no shade to Cassidy, but Cassidy's a going out girl. So it makes yeah. sense that mm-hmm. she knows him and she, he runs in her circles as well. She's so, also uh, in I, the it, Right, but it all makes sense to me. Their friendship, like birds of a feather flock yeah. together.
1: Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, like I said, not anything to be worried about at the moment, but just mm-hmm. like a, oh, it, like just a mental note kind of a thing. Okay. All right,
2: but he's still in the running. So
1: yeah, yeah, we've been t- we've been talking, we've been talking. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, the yeah. Meanwhile, the publicist and I went on our fourth date this past week. Ow, ow, yeah. He cooked me dinner. I love that. I love a dinner date. He's a very good cook. We had a delicious dinner that I then had for leftovers. Um, I posted it to my story and got many DMs um, because I posted about somebody making me leftovers. Um, and I brought his leftovers to my volleyball tournament. So good. He made steak. It was delicious. We had a really good time. It was really nice. Yeah? Yeah. He like... It's just very comfortable, which is really nice, and not in, like, a boring way, just in, like, I feel really comfortable around him, and, Mm -hmm. like, we check in a lot, we text every day, like, we're just very in communication with each other, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it feels secure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the thing that – I think one of the things I actually like the most about him is how much secure energy he gives off, that, like, he's – very upfront about liking me and very complimentary, not in an overly effusive way, just in, like, a very straightforward, like, when he likes something, he says it.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. And it's just no really ga- nice. that No games. Yeah. Like, a really nice, like, I like this and I'm going to say it. And not just about me, about things in general, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciate. I appreciate somebody who has, like, an appreciation for things. Mm-hmm um and so i like that and i just yeah i just feel really at ease i think is probably the right phrase yeah
2: um do you have a i don't know if you have another date on the books yet
1: do you we do we do so he so this was last week he made me dinner um and we've been talking since then he went home first. so this was last week then it was mother's day weekend and he went home Mm-hmm. So he was gone for like three days something I like thought um, and I have had a really crazy week with work. I was in the I'm going in the office almost every day um, and, I, and doing work stuff at night pretty much every night. So he asked what I was doing on Friday this upcoming Friday and I said nothing. Well, no plans yet. Whatever. He asked if I wanted to go to happy hour with his friends. Oh, OK. So a trade off of meeting the friends on his end. A trade-off of meeting the friends.
2: Okay, how you feel? Are you nervous at all?
1: Uh, so, being totally honest, I- I'm going and I- and I'm I'm excited to go. As a just a spoiler alert to the end of the how this ends up. But <laughs> when I first got the text, I this is so hypocritical of me to think this, and I'm aware of this. <laughs> I immediately was like, oh, that's kind of fast.
2: Funny, because you had him... You invited him to Uh your friend's thing. Okay. Uh uh-huh. Do you... uh, And I don't mean this to be a rude question, but is this one of the only times you've had a guy be like, come meet all my friends?
1: No. Well, I don't know how many people I'm meeting. I don't think it's the... I think it's like a couple of his good friends. But just the
2: thought of, I'm going to be here with friends, and I want you to come and meet them. Because to be honest, for myself, that's been a very long time since I've had a guy bring me into his life that way
1: i met the disco ball's friends like a few of them okay
2: all right Um, it's normal to feel a little nervous because obviously you're like okay the friends are meeting me I, i want them to have a high opinion of me and you know
1: i also was like am i ready for this
2: interesting so you almost feel like it's more serious him
1: inviting you to the friends than, than me inviting him to mine, which is dumb. I don't know what, like, that's like. Yeah. <laughs> I almost am like. Because I know that him meeting my friends is not a big deal. I don't Funny, know. Funny, but to that him it could have been. You don't know. I don't know. Right. Like, I don't mm. know if that's true in reverse. Funny. For me,
2: I actually feel like this is more for meeting the family because my family is oh. very close. So if I'm dating you for a month or two, they know, they know you exist. So for you to come meet them is not, it's not this, oh, we're meeting this guy. That means we're getting married. However, I think a lot of other people and their families more see it that way, that they look at you like, no, I I wouldn't bring a girl home till a year or whatever it is. Right. So funny that, yeah, both ways, friends and family, I don't see it as a huge thing because I sit there like. I'm I'm not bringing you blind. I've already talked to them about you. They know yeah. you exist. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And I, I think it's just cuz the shoe's on the other foot, honestly. It it fully is. And I'm like, "Oh, cuz I I like him, obviously. I am mm. enjoying getting to know him, but I am still getting to know him and he me." Yes. And him me, whatever grammar.
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say matchmaker Maria a big big uh fan of meeting the friends early and the big thing she says is you know that is getting to know them
1: more true yeah yeah and i, I and that's how i feel about it but like yeah i, I can't lie like i got that text and was like oh <laughs>
2: i get it i i would feel a little not even on the serious front but just a little little bit of that anxiety energy
1: yeah like cuz i i'm i am I, again, I want to reiterate. I like him. I want to continue to get to know him. I am not ready to only be dating him. Like yes. I've only so known, the, I've only known the dude okay. for three weeks. So Less you almost feel weeks. like this,
2: this is leading to a we're only seeing each other level.
1: Some people could see it that way. Like some people could see inviting somebody to meet their friends as like a step sure. towards that, and. And it is, I guess, it, it t- like, even him meeting my friends is a step towards that. But for me, it's not, like, an immediate step towards that. Right. And so, like, our first date was on April, like, 30th. Like, it's been, like... Yeah, it's only I've, been a I've couple kno- weeks. I've known him for two and a half weeks. Right. But and it's progressing, so, as it should, so... A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But, like, as I'm thinking about, you know, where I'm at with what I want right now... I'm not there yet and I don't know that he is either like I don't want to make any assumptions but like when I first got that text that was my first thought was like oh no uh
2: no cuz I think and I don't mean this to sound negative but it's the only way I could think of a comparison in my head but it's just I just see it as you're not sold yet no which yeah, is totally you're right. right you're right because yeah cuz you know a lot of times with love and relationships there is no logic and so you're sitting there like, okay, it's X amount of dates and I'm meeting the friends and that should mean one thing. But then the other side of the logic is it's only been, you know,
1: three weeks. Yeah. And you're so, right. I'm not sold yet. And like, I don't think I need to be or should be at this no, point. You don't, um, Because I'm still getting to know him. And I I, I, I want to continue to reiterate that I do really like him. Like, this is not negative in any way. Um, But I think, yeah, so but I like I said I said yes. I am excited to meet his friends. I'm also meeting their kid. Who's oh the friends kid.
2: The friends kid. Yeah. No, no. I was like, what was I was like that was that was a that was a
1: bomb out of nowhere. What? where um, No, no no, <laughs> no, 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 His friends. He calls her his New York niece. That's very cute. Yeah. Um, um so it's his like two good friends, they're married, and they have a oh, child. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
2: if anything, then I see it more as like a double date vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't say no pressure of. He was like, oh, I was going to see my friends. Why don't you come? And I'm sure you'll end up, you know, going to get food like you did after you met your I'm friends sure. or something. So, yeah, it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
1: not anxiety. It's it's excitement. Energy. It's exciting. I am excited about excitement. it. Yeah. It was just that initial when I first got the text and I was like, oh, oh, dear. Like, am I ready for this kind of a thing?
2: I mean, fair to say, but I, I think it's great to go meet some of their friends. So I, I
1: encourage it. So- a really good window into who somebody is. I think it actually,
2: I think it actually has a very good chance to make you more into him, to be honest.
1: Unless his friends are really weird.
2: Yeah. Or the opposite, which is why it's (laughs) important to meet the friends. But in a positive light, I think seeing him with the friends, seeing him with the niece, like, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's like seeing them more in their element where, very true. They'll be taking the lead a bit, and that could be hot. That could be very attractive. So hell yeah. So, I did
1: tipsy text him tonight. Oh okay. What for, for? Some words of affirmation or what? Yeah. Well, I just said that. I said I don't know why, but drinking red wine always makes me want to make out.
2: Oh okay. Some little sex thing going on. All right. Is that well, we got to wrap take? this up then? It's it's going to lead to it maybe it's... if you if you take some lines from my book. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, You got to listen answer? to the Patreon to hear about that.
2: No, I don't get to hear the answer. All right. Oh, All well, right. he just said
1: that he said that it sounds like our next date should be at a wine bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Cute. I like it. Look at you getting loose. Getting loose. Getting loose. Getting loose on the pod. Um, uh, so, so, yeah, that's, that's what I have going on. Um,
2: some good news, bad news of our guests this yes. week. All right. Bad news is, uh, I unfortunately was unable to be on the episode due to too many technical difficulties. So, I literally think I have one or two questions in the You're in there. there. Yeah, you're, you're in the <laughs>
1: intro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I'm gone, because it's just, it was, I, I had to take one for the team of, I kept getting kicked out of the room. I just moved. We got to upgrade the internet. It's the whole thing. So, unfortunately, yeah. I was not there for the full interview. But, literally only being there 10 minutes with these people great guest i'm very i'm very excited to hear the episode to be honest it <laughs>
1: like i can't wait to hear the conversation so that's the good news but, is they're incredible guests as somebody who was there i can tell you that it was amazing so <laughs> i talked to alex and nikki from this white fat podcast we have gotten so many suggestions sent to us to have them on the pod to talk about dating while plus sized and then i happened to meet virtually alex in like this random zoom call and messaged her on the side and was like oh my god I've been meaning to message you will you come on the pod and we had so much fun talking i'm sure you did they they really are fun they're hilarious like i i have friends in chicago and therefore i'm, I'm going to go there soon and i'm like 100% texting them i want to hang out they're so fucking cool i would i would dm them
2: of i need a redo and i will join the chicago
1: yeah, you're right. You're like, please let me come hang out with you. I know um, I've never been. So, oh wait, you've never been to Chicago?
2: No, it's on my list of places to visit. So oh. I would, I would love to go meet these people, do some shows, have yeah. some fun. So,
1: well, we'll go hang anyway. out with Alex, and Nikki. People are going to. It love was incredible. This I'm super excited for everyone to hear it. We talked all about their experiences with plus size dating, questions from the listeners. They give so much practical advice and are also just absolutely hilarious. I can't wait for everyone to hear it.
2: Yeah. So without further ado, let's get to our guests. Let's talk to them. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast. Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come. Experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week.
1: It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmisterheight.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area.
2: Yeah. So make sure you come, DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and then Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows. Start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. and. You can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come. As long as you don't mind, half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join
1: travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmisterheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you.
2: Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too.
1: And we are back with Alex and Nikki from Swipe SwipeFat. Hi, ladies. Thank you for being on Finding Mr. Height, the podcast.
0: Hi! Thanks for having us.
1: Here. We are so pumped to have you. We've gotten so so many suggestions, and you know, people shouting out your pod, and people are pumped for this episode, and so are we.
0: Oh, good. I know That's that always nice makes to hear. you feel good, right? <laughs> Thanks, yeah. When guys. <laughs> we posted
1: when we posted the question box, there were multiple submissions that said, "No questions, just love them."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably because we talked too much already. Yeah, they're like, hey, we are. We already know."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we—I know the know a lot of the listeners listen to your pod. They're super excited, but for those who haven't, tell us a little bit about you and you know how you guys came to be here.
4: Go for it, Alex. I'm going to let you take it.
0: Okay. I can do that. Um, so <laughs> Swipe Fat was born from Nikki and I having a friend date. Um, we got set up by mutual friends. We, like, followed each other on Instagram, but we never met in person, but we had, like, mutual friends. So we went on a friend date, and I think, like, the most of the time we were talking about dating, um, and a lot of the themes came up were that we were both – Plus size, both you know, fat. We we say fat. We're obviously very chill with the word, but <laughs> everyone has their different uh, how they want to describe themselves. And we saw um, that there was like a lot of similarities and things that our straight size friends didn't maybe think about. And we were like, oh my god, you have to think about that too. Like, oh my god, like I do that as well. And so we were just like. It was nice to have another plus size friend, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I told Nikki at that friend date that I really wanted to start a podcast. And she was like, oh, what's it going to be about? And I was like, oh, I have no idea. And she's like, well, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe don't start a podcast then. I, I, no, good, advice. She, good, good advice. Probably good advice. Sound advice. Sound advice. Nikki that sounds so bad. It doesn't. Yes. Nikki worked in radio, so she was like, when you have an idea, let me know, because I would be down to help you, like, figure out what that looks like, and I was like, okay. However, she came up with the idea, like, maybe a month or two later.
4: No, it was, like, six or seven months. We were well into the panty, because, so, we started, we had our friend date of, like, January, February, shutdown happens, and then, um, like, and then we got closer on social, because obviously, we couldn't see each other, Yeah, and then um, it was, like, I don't know it was like July or August and we like I had the idea and we started like vetting it and deciding what to do and we launched in October right after Biden won I remember because we were like we dumbly planned to release our first episode that week and we were like wait wait wait, what are we doing (laughs) maybe not we read the room so (laughs) yeah like there's more important things going
0: on than our dating life (laughs) (laughs) right right exactly yeah, but we started making TikToks like kind of right away, and mm. I think people just started to see similarities in their lives with the things that we were talking about, which was nice because we I mean we weren't sure we saw it between the two of us, but we weren't sure it would resonate with other plus size people, and it and it did. So yeah, here we are really two has. years later. Yeah, crazy. I love that you are internet friends
1: because Erica and I are too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) one
4: friend date i don't think she thought like we'd be partners at this point (laughs) like (laughs) i talked to her every single day (laughs) every day we talk
1: (laughs) i mean that's that's very similar to erica and me because we like met because of podcasting and then we were dming one night and both of us at the time lived in new york city someone moved to la but (laughs) right that's what i'm saying (laughs) But then one day we were just like, hey, are you free tonight? We should just stop DMing and go to drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Who knew? Adult friendships. (laughs) We love it. So, Alex, you mentioned when you were talking about meeting people for dates, you mentioned the look.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Can you tell us more about what that is?
0: Yeah, I have experienced it. So I was set up on a first a blind date by a friend and she didn't tell them I was plus size, which I feel like is important to tell someone if it's a blind date. But when I walked up, I could see the look of disappointment, sort of like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. And for me, because I know I'm plus size, I just always assume it's because of my weight and I think a lot of people have experienced that look of disappointment where it's like okay you're bigger than I thought you were gonna be um and I don't know how to get out of this so now we have to sit here and do this whole (laughs) rigmarole of of a date right because they feel bad about leaving um so yeah that's the look it's super fun (laughs) um I think I mean probably most of us have like seen something like that and it might not even be related to your weight but um yeah I know that one was uh he did confirm it later so <laughs> confirmed it later yeah bad he told- enough that you made me feel that way and now we have to talk about it well he told his friend that it was because I was
1: plus size so and, and that friend thought it was then a great idea to tell <laughs> I- you
0: yeah Mm -hmm. she was like it's such a shame like I just don't see how he can't see beyond that and I was like oh my god okay well (laughs) here we are (laughs) this is a conversation we never needed to have I know I know (laughs) but I was like this is kind of your fault uh you could have just told him showed him a picture Mm -hmm. of me before he met me you know what I mean and then I feel like if you've seen a photo of me Going back to the first question of you know being on a dating app and you've seen it all, I don't I'm not if I get a look after that, I'm embarrassed for you. Like you're the one who is silly and like doesn't understand how to like know what someone looks like in a photo. That's your fault. I don't feel silly if I get a look from a dating app. You know yeah, I
1: mean? I mean I feel that way when somebody has clearly not read my profile. I'm
0: like, well, yeah, your
1: reading comprehension skills are not my problem.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. So how do you then, like, what what tips do you have for dealing with that sort of anxiety about going on a first date and, and potentially encountering something like that?
4: I mean, the real tip is just to start doing it. Because the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to be going on that first date. And it's really just like the first 30 seconds that are nerve-wracking, the walking up to the bar. I remember I used to always like arrive early so I could already be seated because for some reason in my head that made it better. It doesn't. Like, why am I so worried (laughs) about that? Like, why did I overthink it so much? But, yeah, it's really just like going On multiple dates and then all of a sudden you're comfortable and you realize like if they like you they like you and if they don't they don't do you like them like they're you know as plus size women we think a lot do they like us but for a long time or myself i never thought well do i like them like if they'd reject me i'd be like what like did i even care did i but for a long time i did even though i didn't like them
1: You're like, I didn't want to go out with him anyway, but now that he doesn't want to go out with me. It's rude.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. I wasn't really that interested, but (laughs) now Now I am. (laughs) Right. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that we need to every woman, I think, has this maybe issue of like, we got to go in and like start being like, do I like them? Because this is an Mm -hmm. interview for them, too. Right. Mm -hmm. And not like a real interview, like we shouldn't be peppering questions, but it is like we're trying to both figure out if we like each other. And if you're going in trying to make them like you, that's not authentic. That's not how you meet someone. And that's not how you get a boyfriend, girlfriend. You know, like that's just not how it works. Yeah. Or you get that
1: person in quotes, but they don't
0: actually know who you are. And now,
1: you know, they don't like they like you for the thing that you were showing them and Mm -hmm. not who you actually are which eventually you're gonna have to
4: Mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean I've been in a relationship where like half like a few months in he was like oh you're really funny and I'm like what do you mean I'm really funny you haven't known this like this whole time and then I realized like oh maybe I didn't show this part because I was like insecure and like you know once you start really re reevaluating re- your dating life after starting a dating podcast and talking to experts, you're like, oh, so the the reason I'm single isn't because I'm fat. It's because I have a lot of stuff going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, you're telling me. I'm like, I the more I've thought of, had to reflect on my own dating life. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I was doing that and
0: that. Uh, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I both love having dating coaches and therapists on and hate it at the same time because oh. you have to go through like a mini therapy session and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I did not realize that is what I uh, was doing. I was sabotaging myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We actually got a couple of questions about that of people being like, how do I stop getting in my own way? Like that I will even go on dates or be in early dating or in relationships with people that have never mentioned my size, have never made me feel insecure about it, but I'm constantly wondering how they're feeling about it. Have you guys experienced that?
4: Yeah. I feel like um, it wasn't until the podcast that I even started asking guys that I was seeing if they... Had dated um, plus size people before. Like it never crossed my mind be- before we started the podcast because I was like, oh, if this person likes me, they like me. I'm sure I was definitely insecure at points of like worried about people looking at us in public and thinking, oh, he's too good looking for her, different things like that. But it wasn't until the podcast started and I actually started asking the guys I was seeing if they dated plus size women before, and they all had. So they clearly had a preference. <laughs> And that it made me feel better about like uh, it made me feel better just knowing.
1: That's actually interesting. It it's not the same, but it reminds me of the way that I ask men if they've ever dated a woman of color before. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious your thoughts on I I find myself feeling a certain kind of way if they say no never, but also if they're like oh always yeah. Like
0: how, how do you, and we actually got this question a couple of times too.
1: Yeah. Like where's the line between preference and like fetish,
0: fetish. I know it's a hard word. You know, the word I'm trying to say (laughs) between preference and somebody making it a fetish. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think for me, there are like little warning signs, at least on dating apps, um, when you're talking to someone before you meet them, um, like it might, the conversation might be normal, and then all of a sudden it gets um, really sexual, and they're talking about certain body parts and stuff. We haven't even mm-hmm. met yet, and you're already talking about how you like my big stomach or something like that. We haven't met yet, um, and I think that's sort of where I draw the line. Um, if we haven't met yet and you are already talking about my body like that, that's that to me is weird um, and feels fetishy. That would be a red flag to me no matter what. No, agreed. I mean, I think, (laughs) yes, red flag no matter what. But I think that's for when it comes to body stuff um, and you're fat or plus size. That's where I think you start to be like, okay, so you don't really like me for me um, because we're just focused on my stomach or Mm -hmm. my boobs, you know.
4: Yeah, when it's fully body based, that's the issue. Like somebody can be attracted to plus size people and have that preference, but when they only like you for your body, who wants to date somebody who only likes you for the way you look? Like the way you look, nobody wants that. You're more than your body.
1: Very true. And is there a lot of the questions that we got to centered around red flags on somebody's profile? Like, are there things that you kind of look for that you see that you're like, ooh, this could be territory that I, like, I don't really think I should match with this person in that sense.
4: I know a lot of people when they say looking for somebody active, I think mm-hmm. I immediately like, well, that then that means that they're like not looking for a skinny person. Like immediately that's where my head goes. But also there's so many active plus size people who are into hiking and adventure. And like, and so why should, if they swiped on you and they said they liked active, like, you're active. It, should, it shouldn't It should be a problem. For me, it's when a guy or a woman has that, like they're trying to lose weight on their profile. Like it's mm. the first, w- you have three prompts and a bio. Why are you making that like the first thing? It just shows you're insecure and then you don't like yourself. And so probably you're not going to like me and then you're going to want to change me. And I'm not looking to be changed. Yeah. Nothing I need to
0: add there.
1: Like That's perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, the a lot of people also did ask about the active thing, and I see that on profiles all the
0: time and often think like, "What are we really saying here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels coded, mm-hmm. and the code is thin um, mm. and not really active. like they because for me, it feels like they're like even if you said you're, you like someone active, if you met someone who wasn't active and also small or thin, um, you wouldn't care. Uh, you would probably be into them no matter what Um, because that to you is like not really what you're trying to to say at all. Um, I don't know. I know a a few guys who had put that in their profiles and then like they're friends of mine. Um, I don't, I think they actually did mean active like that. They both are bike, like they bike a lot um, and uh, hike a lot. So they were looking for that. But then like both of the girls that they, married are not um they don't like any of those things so i was yeah. like okay so you're looking you were really that's not really what you're trying to say
1: right because you have friends you can do that with like, right it clearly yeah. wasn't important to you necessarily to do that with a partner or mm-hmm. you yeah. would be.
0: i mean we see these yeah. things on tiktok all the time too where it's like people asking um people in their colleges and stuff um if they would date someone who's plus size and they're like usually they answer is no. And it's because I want someone who's active. So the reasoning is usually like, well, I want someone who goes to the gym with me. I want someone who um, can do stuff with me, who wants to, you know, like my lifestyle is very active. I'm really into fitness and all that stuff. Plus size people can also be really into fitness. I I follow a bunch of them on uh, Instagram. And like Meg Boggs is a great example. She weightlifts like every day. Um, And Like, you can be both um, and have interests in those things. So, um, like, when I hear that excuse, it just, like, boils my blood. It's like, well, they just say that you don't like a fat body, that's okay. I feel like they just think they're going to get, like, canceled or something. And it's like, you can say that you have a thin preference. Just don't blame it on a lifestyle. Because we can also have that same lifestyle.
1: Yeah, we did. We do story time episodes um, with listeners, and you know that have different perspectives. And we did one recently with somebody who is a plus size fitness instructor, Mm -hmm. and she was saying the same thing. And she always gets questions when she says I'm a fitness instructor, and people look at her quizzically. She's like, "Yeah, I work out. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not. You know, those two things are not equated."
4: society just says that if you're plus size that you're lazy you're a tub of lard all you do is sit on your couch and watch tv and eat takeout like mm-hmm. that's what society says so that's what they automatically assumed like mm-hmm. but if a guy or a pro, somebody we were dating like kept up with our lifestyles they would be exhausted so <laughs> like we have more iner- like energy than the energizer bunny and we're fat so i don't i don't understand it yeah
1: yeah, it definitely feels coded, like you said, Alex. And I think that people don't actually
0: mean that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people might actually mean that, but I would rather that they not say, I prefer someone with an active lifestyle, and they just list the kind of activities they like to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You don't have to say, "Like, I want someone who's into an active lifestyle um, or a fitness lifestyle if that's really not what you mean. If you, like, you could just say your interests, because I think a lot of people aren't looking for someone that likes all the same things as them, um, but yeah, Nikki's right. I mean, like we have very busy lives. Um, I've even had guys say like I can't keep up with you, so it's right. sort of like I don't know. It's a, it's a lame excuse.
1: Yeah, I I also say that a lot in profiles in general. That I think it makes way more sense to talk about you and what you like to do versus all the things that you want in a partner because. Yeah. Like, people who say, like, oh, I'm looking for somebody who's funny and kind, is anybody really reading a dating app profile and thinking, well, shit, I am neither funny nor kind, so I probably can't date this person. Right.
4: (laughs) But also, isn't everybody looking for somebody who's funny and kind? Yeah.
1: Totally. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm I'm looking for a boring, mean person, actually. So if you're that guy, come my way.
0: Right. No, that's so true. Yeah. I mean, I want to see what you're interested in and do those interests line up. We'll get to know each other via the DMs and, you know, all of that stuff. That's when I get to know the banter and like what you're looking for. You're right. The profile should be more about like what you do and what you find fun, because that that's the way you start a conversation. Yeah, I'm not going to start a conversation with a guy and be like, oh, you're looking for someone funny and kind guess what? That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Surprise. I'm sure you haven't met anyone else who's funny or kind. That's crazy. (laughs) So it
1: sounds like both of you are very much in this like super confident place where you're like, listen, like this is who I am. And you know, if, if you don't like that, that's fine, but that's not a me problem. What was the journey like to that? A lot of people you know, or like, how do I build that confidence, and how do I get to that place?
0: Yeah, you know, when you said that, I was going to be like, wow, that took a really long. <laughs> time yeah, I'm, sh- to I'm get sure. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think building that takes time and effort. Obviously, therapy. Um, but I think for me, the start of my journey for it was following people online who looked like me and at the beginning that was more of a selfish thing because I was just trying to find clothes you know that like looked good on someone who looked like me and then I started following people who were more about body positivity and body neutrality um, or fat liberation and that was super educational for me and started making me love myself a lot more because I was like wow look at all these other women who love themselves um, and they're bigger than me or they're my size like that's Like, like really nice. Like that they talk to themselves so nicely. Like I should be doing that too, Um, and that's sort of where it started from. I think I've always had like confidence that I've had an amazing personality, but for me, a lot of the stuff that like comes out insecurity wise is body related, and that really has affected me in my dating life. Um, From watching or doing the podcast together, I've. I've realized that, like it took a long time for me to like realize that I had like internalized fat phobia, even about my own body. Um, So I think it's just like, first and foremost, finding people that are talking about it the way that you want to learn to talk about it to yourself and find confidence that way. And then I think Nikki made a good point of like, when it comes to dating, just doing it and practicing, because I think a lot of... um, Plus-size women don't even want to try because they're just really nervous. And that's fair. I've been there. Um, Like, Nikki's been there. Like, we've Mm -hmm. all been there, right? Um, But I think it's just doing helps a lot. Practice makes perfect. And I know it seems weird to say, like, you have to practice dating, but you do. totally agree.
4: Yeah. Faking it till you make it is really, like, it's so dumb and cliche, but it really helps. Like, finding clothes that fit you really well or that – are your personal style because if you're plus size and you grew up plus size you wore the worst clothes ever growing up and now you can actually like because there weren't any options so now you can start you know have expressing your personal style because we have that ability i think that was huge for me following people um on social media was huge because i was like oh they're so beautiful i'm like well why can i think they're beautiful but i don't think i'm beautiful like it it started this whole thing. And I'll Alex and I are super confident now, but I think people who assume anybody on the internet that's posting is always confident. They always, they don't have bad days. I have bad days all the time. I mean, I currently am going through a bad period just because like I had some bad stuff on social media and it's really hurt my, my confidence, but like you, you, there's ebbs and flows. If you like who you you are internally, like, you really, yeah, if you like who you, you are on the inside, it'll start coming on the outside. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself.
1: Yeah. I think that's really powerful to think about, too, is that everybody has bad days and bad moments. And I think trying to never feel sad is a really good way to feel more sad.
0: Yeah. hmm Yeah. I, I also think, like, dating for me can trigger insecurities too so like that for me is like my biggest trigger to like feel bad about myself is dating because I just I mean I think I just have this need to be chosen um, from being like I didn't grow up plus size but I grew up bigger than a lot of the girls around me and I just think that you know I wasn't getting chosen so now I like I would go into dating doing that a lot. Like we talked about this a little bit earlier where it's like I would go in and like be like, okay, love me, like me. Like, how do I convince you to like me? Whereas now um, I try to go into it more like, okay, is there similarities here? Like, do I even like you? Do you like instead of like begging them to like me? Um, And when I wouldn't get chosen before, it would just like devastate me, Um, even if I didn't like them, because it felt like it was like they weren't accepting me for my body. Um, And that was, like, the whole reason. So I think it's, like, doing some inner work of, like, realizing that um, not everyone is for everybody. And to come to dating from a place of, like, this has to work for me, too. Um, And that helps build your confidence when you date. And then you have less triggers when you do about, like, spiraling about your body. Right.
1: And so... If you do have those insecurities that come up, that I, I'm sure everybody does, even if they're in the most confident place, what is the best way to bring that up with a partner while also still maintaining that confidence?
0: I think that's hard. But we we interviewed uh, someone who was like um, had a conversation, I think like four dates in, and was just sort of like, "Hey, I just want you to know that like." my body might change. It might get smaller. It might get bigger. Um, And I just want to make sure that you know that that's always going to be what my life is like. And are you okay with that? Okay, let's move forward. Um, And if they were not, like basically like asking if there was an assumption there was going to be change and it would be like, you know, losing weight. Um, And She said, I mean, she married him, so went really well, but he was kind of like, I don't even know where this question's coming from. I think a lot of times, you know, like it's something that we need to get off our chest Mm -hmm. um, to move forward and feel comfortable. And I think if, I mean, that conversation does not need to happen (laughs) that soon. Um, But when you feel comfortable, I think it is worth bringing up and being like, hey, just so you know, like my weight is going to fluctuate and hopefully you're okay with that. Yeah, I mean,
1: clearly that worked out well. Yeah, for her. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah,
4: but it's so ballsy. I but I think like if you just saying your feelings, you you can say them without like being a blubbery mess or like being super insecure about it. You can just be like, I'm feeling this way. Like, what are your thoughts on this? And they might really surprise you and completely like change your feelings, or not change your feelings, but like um what's the word i'm looking for alex uh (laughs) i don't know just like
0: motivate like i don't know that's probably reassure you reassure yes
4: they will they might reassure you and so then your feelings aren't an issue like
0: sometimes you just need to be reassured yeah i think it's just saying like man i don't feel good about my body today something that simple could be like a really great way to talk about it or like i feel really uncomfortable in my skin today And then like you can have a conversation that way because I don't think it needs to be this big proclamation um, like our guest had, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I think hers was kind of like she just that's how it came out for her. But I think you can say it in a way that's sort of like a little less scary and sort of like I just don't feel like myself or I don't like feel good about my body today and just have a conversation from there. Yeah, start to like bring them into that a little bit. Yeah, because they're your partner, they shouldn't understand that there are good and bad days. And sometimes when you have bad days, that can feel like your, like your relationship can feel affected. Like they don't love you, or they're only with you for one reason, you know, those things can start to surface. And if you say how you feel in a really simple way, I think you can start to have that conversation. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Um, so once you are dating somebody and, you know, kind of early dating stages, we had a listener ask, how can you tell if a guy is hiding you? She says, I'm mm. plus size and I've had a lot of guys be what feels like very into me, dating me, et cetera. But when it comes to posting me on their Instagram or meeting their friends, I feel like they're avoiding it or hiding me because of my size.
4: Mm i i understand they're not posting if that's not something if they're not active on social media or they have a different social media whatever that it's social media but if you're not meeting their friends and their family after a certain period of time they're not taking you out on dates they're not taking you in public there's an issue
0: yeah everyone's yeah. on their own timeline of like when someone should meet their friends or family um So I think, like, you – if you've introduced them to, like, your friends and family and they're still kind of putting that off, I would say that's a red flag. Yeah. And that might be that they're not, like, hiding you. That could also, like, show that they're emotionally unavailable. So (laughs) So true. Like, like that could
1: happen – that could happen no matter if there's any different size involved. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that –
4: It could happen. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We always – we blame everything – on our weight for some reason well i mean because we've been told it's so awful but like (laughs) right that it oh it isn't every issue in your relationship or with yourself isn't because you're a plus size there could be like they could just be
1: a red flag
4: besides your weight they could just
0: be a walking red flag
1: yeah (laughs) yeah they could just be an issue that's yeah they just have problems yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) they need therapy
4: (laughs) but we like to assume it's our problem it's all because of us but it's Mm that goes back to the, when you're dating, do you like the person? Not do they just like you? It There's so many layers to it.
1: Alex, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you've kind of struggled with not feeling chosen. Mm-hmm. And how do you suggest going about changing that mentality of not feeling like somebody is, not feeling like lucky that someone is going out with you? And and changing that mentality to feeling like the prize and and the chosen one.
0: hmm I mean, I'm still working on it. This is a <laughs> it's a journey. Newer, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. a journey. This is a newer realization for me. Um, but I think it's I mean, I think it's realizing you are a prize first and foremost. And I think that's a lot of fake it till you make it. Um mm-hmm. and just like keep saying that to yourself over and over. Um, and doing manifest not manifestations but you know like the positive lucky girl syndrome type stuff yeah like talking yeah like talking to yourself that way I think does really help it feels really goofy and silly at first but telling yourself every day like why you like yourself and like I'm strong I'm beautiful like those type of things I think they help a lot um, because you're talking to yourself positively Mm -hmm. then you see that you want someone in your life who's going to talk like that with to you as well um, cause I think a lot of times I would pick people who, um, it's like, I wanted to prove that they would love me despite things. That's not how you want someone to love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just like realizing that you have to be treated better. Um, and that takes a really long time and you can, and getting out of those habits is hard. Um, I feel myself slipping into them sometimes and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. got to cut this guy out. You know, like it's um, also therapy. Therapy helps a lot.
1: Therapy for the win. Truly. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that I found really lovely also in our question box was that some of the questions, in fact, many of them didn't come from plus size listeners. They came from straight size listeners and their questions were surrounding supporting friends and loved ones who are plus-sized and dating and facing different struggles than they do. Mm -hmm. And so what would you suggest as the best way to be a supportive friend in that context?
4: I think actually being supportive and like listening to their thoughts and making their thoughts feel valid. Because so many times, like before Alex and I were friends, one of the main things we talked about on our first um, meetup was that take my dating profile and be like are you sure this looks like me like to my friends does this look like me well he he knows I'm fat from this picture right and they're like oh of course he does you're great like and then like they like they're be- thinking they're being supportive but they they weren't listening to me and they weren't listening to my fears they were just yeah. like of course you're great but it's like just if a friend is telling you fears or doubts
0: just listen to them and like actually hear them <laughs> Yeah, they be like they'd be lucky to have you, and they're you're like okay, that wasn't the question. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I agree,
1: but like that's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah,
0: never said that they wouldn't be, um, yeah. but yeah, it's like um, if I say like it's it feels like it's harder for me to meet someone because of my size or something, some of my friends would be like that's ridiculous, and it's like okay, well I understand that you feel like that shouldn't be an issue, but it is, and you know like. My friends who are straight-sized, they have more options than I do. So it is going to be a little bit harder to meet someone because not everyone has the same preference. Um, And so my pool is just a little smaller. So if we're talking about that stuff, it's like, I don't know, sometimes they'll be like, well, I'm also having issues. And it's like, I get it, um, but ours are different. And so I'm just – I think it's just listening Mm -hmm. and just realizing that, like, we both have – Similar, I mean, like we always say, dating is hard for everybody, but it's just like a yeah. little bit harder for plus size people. And so that's all we want is that acknowledgement. Or anybody marginalized. But it's a little harder. Anyone yeah. marginalized, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of times I think people struggle with hearing one person's issues and thinking that those somehow negate the ones that they're struggling with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you, we can all be struggling in different ways
0: yeah. at the yeah. same time yeah
4: mm-hmm. or people we're all in it um yeah i think it's just really listening to your your friends and then something that's not dating re- related but i feel like every straight sized person with a plus size friend should just hear this it's all over the internet but don't say i feel so fat today because you don't you feel bloated and then mm. you make your friend feel like complete shit because you're so much smaller than them so if you feel that way about yourself like we automatically, well, what do they think about me?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it like correlates. they don't want to end up like me. Yeah, and that feels shitty. Because yeah. like fat isn't a feeling; it's a descriptor word um, mm. for you know, like oh, that avocado is fat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like <laughs> things can be fat, um, like people, and it's it's not a feeling. You know. Yeah.
1: That's a really That's good point. I hadn't thought yeah. about the like fat is not a feeling concept before. Mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah it's like you can I think we all can say like I don't feel like myself today Mm -hmm. I don't like my body today and those are very neutral like Mm -hmm. you can say stuff and about how you're uncomfortable and who you are in the moment everyone feels that way we know that it's just like when you say oh I feel fat today it's like okay well I'm fat every day so rude (laughs)
1: rude yeah, because you're you're implying in that that fat is bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, like mm-hmm. in that
1: sentence. Yeah,
0: yeah, and we've all been taught that, like through our whole lives. Um, the two thousands were not great, <laughs> um, so I think like anyone, any millennial, like knows that like it's been equated that way. Like fat is bad. Um, just like thinking about like how Jessica Simpson was basically like murdered in for wearing like these high-waisted jeans and i remember thinking she's fat man she got gross because like that's what we were told and so i think it's hard to change that thought process and feelings and like fat not being a feeling like it's hard it's hard to stop mm-hmm. saying it but i think if you consciously are like okay i want to like talk about my body how do I not talk about it in a way that's negative like that? And it's just being like, I'm having an off day. Because yeah. that's yeah. really what you mean.
1: I, I like the phrasing that you used of like, I'm not feeling like myself today or I'm feeling like uncomfy in my skin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because I think that is a super relatable feeling that doesn't yeah. have size attached to it.
0: Yeah, no. yeah that's important. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I really like that framing, I think. People will too. I really appreciated this. Happens actually. I love our listeners for this. Anytime that we have a guest coming on to talk about a topic that won't, I mean, most topics don't apply to every single person, but anytime we have a guest on to talk about a topic that some, a lot of people won't have personal experience with, we almost always get questions from our listeners about, well, how do I support people who do have this experience? Like, yeah, it's just so lovely. So <laughs> <The> nice. <voice. laughs> yeah. I love that for us. We
4: posted a TikTok a little bit ago about like restaurant chairs. And like mm. it went pretty viral, but there were so many people. Well, what are good chairs then? Like, what are comfortable chairs for you to sit in? And I was like shocked.
0: Yeah. They <laughs> like, were trying that to be they super were nice.
4: Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I have plus size friends. What chair should we avoid? I'm like, whoa. Yeah.
0: Should we be calling the restaurants ahead of time? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, yes. That's yes. the rest right <laughs> of <So> you.
1: Passionate. <laughs> There's <laughs> empathy in this world. <laughs> it really is. You, you yeah. look for it, it's really there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that note about kind of public settings and, you know, places where, you know, plus size people might feel uncomfortable, how do you or have you set boundaries about things that, you know, people say or, you know, things that have happened in social settings? You know, we got a lot of questions about like, well, this thing happened and I didn't know how to react or I didn't know if I could respond mm-hmm. in the moment.
4: I mean, I think you can always respond to the moment. Um... Depending, you know, like if somebody makes a comment to you, you can always like say like a like a stern little thing back. Like, so I've been told, you know, in workplaces of comments about my weight have happened a lot in public or um, I have child guys will come up and say I have childbearing hips. And it's like, no, that's not okay to say. And then you can walk away like easy enough. No is a full sentence.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Breach. (laughs)
4: <laughs> say it and walk away. <laughs> like I think you'll feel better about yourself because the so many things have happened and then I I just I go home and I think about it and think about all the things I would say.
0: And once you actually clap back at them, it's so empowering. It's also I mean, like if you don't say something in the moment. Like it's okay. Sometimes too. you're stunned. Yeah. Like yeah. and you're like, Whoa, I never thought that would like happen. Um, I've definitely been in that situation where I was like, Oh my god, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Um But sometimes afterwards, I like to write out what I would have said. (laughs) It just feels therapeutic. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like I I said it somehow made to the universe or whatever. Um, But I think that's helpful sometimes. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I've done that with guys before where like if I dated some jerk and they did Mm -hmm. something and I just like didn't say anything about it and just went away and cried by myself, then I would like write down like, what do I wish
0: I had said that I could have said to him? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've definitely done that. I've
4: yeah. written some emails. Instructed worded emails to myself.
0: Yeah. yeah. They just stay in drafts. Forever. They stay in drafts.
1: Um, so you're both single, you're both on the apps. A lot of people wrote in and said that they have specifically found less success on Bumble in plus size yeah. dating than other apps. Have you found there to be an app or apps that you find are better? Or do you, do you think that that's just a personal experience thing?
4: I think it's a personal experience and where you're living kind of thing because Mm. apps, you know, hinge is great in Chicago, but it's not great in Tampa, Florida. You know, uh, I think it just depends on where you're living. Um, and it's, it's hard for everybody.
0: I think, okay. to I agree that it's different everywhere. I've had bad experiences with Bumble personally. Like I think it is a lot easier to, um, swipe right without seeing a full profile on bumble and bumble's the one where you really have to put a face photo first not like a full body um so a lot of people will swipe right and then unmatch like immediately and for me that wasn't great for my mental health um because I would see all the people that match with me and at the end of the day I'd go in to like respond and they'd all be gone so that was it was annoying to me that I like had all these matches and I was all excited and then I was like okay and then they went and looked at my profile and they were like no um and I do I like we had someone on who was saying that like a lot of guys were just like swiping right on everybody for a while they do that I don't I have guy friends tell thing. me that they do that yeah, yeah
1: I have I have guy friends who've told yeah. me that they do that
4: yeah they do it so on I hinge I think it's too. harder
0: I know but it's harder to do it yeah. on hinge because you like run out of likes oh, and yeah. bumble you don't have that so I think it's just like uh, it feels like bigger fishing pond where they're just like throwing nets to everyone. But for me that like wasn't great for my mental health. I don't, you know, but everybody's different. So I like hinge a lot, but not everyone likes hinge.
1: Yeah. I like bumble more than hinge.
0: Yeah. But even in, like in New York, preference. people have
1: the opposite opinion.
0: Mm. Yeah.
4: yeah. I think everybody's going to have opinion of what works best for them. So what's easier for them where they get the most matches and then that's their app you know. Right. Yeah. I go through on, all of
1: them. Yeah, they they ebb and flow for me. Mm-hmm. I I think on Hinge specifically, and I've talked to other women of color about this, I think it is Hinge is not as great for interracial dating.
0: Interesting.
1: You can filter on ethnicity for free on Hinge.
0: Oh. And wow. Hinge has
1: Hinge has said and this is this is true to an extent, but I think it has another effect that is worse than the one that they're trying to do, but Hinge has said that the reason that they have done that is because of research that they've done where people want to stay. If people want to stay within their community because it feels safer, mm. that they can opt out of potentially negative experiences that they're getting from other communities.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And that's for sure valid. Also, this is my cat. This is Logan. Hi. Hi,
0: Logan. Um, <laughs> hi Logan.
1: <laughs> he likes to sit like he's part of the furniture in these recordings. Um, <laughs> That is for sure, that's valid and also it means that people can then filter out and I guess I don't want to be dating somebody who would filter out black women. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like the fact that it's just so easy to just click it has been a bad experience for me.
4: Yeah. That's fair. I can see that. How do you yeah, feel about so, Tinder?
1: So I have been having a Tinder renaissance recently. Okay. Mm. So, they Tinder got a new chief marketing officer pretty recently, and she has been doing this whole rebrand for them. I don't know if they've if they did this in Chicago, but they wrapped the subways here with Tinder ads about relationships.
0: And it was all they said, like,
1: um, what was that one of the catchphrases was make a one night stand into two night stands.
4: Oh. oh i've seen that on social media yeah it was a really good
1: campaign was a good campaign and it was all over new york and as part of that campaign they were giving away tinder premium memberships for a year for free oh and so i snagged one of those and so i've been using tinder premium for free and it's been really good the guy that i've been on four dates with is from tinder tinder was my favorite
4: for a long time <clears throat> One, i know my- Longest term relationship was from Tinder. All my friends have relationships from Tinder. Like, but then it also you do get the worst messages on Tinder, where they're just like, "I want you to sit on my face," like and think, <laughs> more sexual messages from Tinder.
1: I, I mean,
0: hear me out on this. <laughs> is that <laughs> I'm I'm nervous of where this is gonna go. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: Is it a bad thing because you're finding out immediately?
4: Yeah. No, it's great. That's great. I I like to find out immediately, but it's just like once you receive so many of them in a, yeah. in a row, it it like dehumanizes you a little bit. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I just find I find that the guys that are just looking for sex on Tinder are it's right there. It's yeah, like I like that. they're either messaging me something like that or like their only photo is a picture of like the penis muscles. Mm -hmm. And I could just immediately be like,
0: "Mm -mm." Mm mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. I do feel like on Hinge, there's more manipulation.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like on Bumble or Hinge, it's like several messages in. They're like, so how do you feel about S&M? like, oh, no. Yeah,
0: Yeah. or even second date. And they're like, actually, I am not looking for a relationship. And you're like (laughs) – Okay. Yeah. So your pro. Your profile said the opposite that you wanted children and tomorrow this is,
1: there, this is different. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Tinder. I don't know. I'm. I keep keeping in mind. Maybe try it again, okay. Alex. Yeah. I've been, I've been digging it. I've been thinking about it because I was
4: Italy.
0: on. Yeah. Coffee. I was on Coffee Meets Bagel for a while because they were having like they were pushing a lot over here, um, and I I I didn't I like it. it. I'm off of it. I haven't been on yeah, it for a while. I stopped too. It was just like a lot of, it felt really formal. Um, mm. the, all the messages I were getting were very like, hello, Alexandra, how is oh, your God. day? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I,
1: it's so funny how different, how digital communication has shifted so much that like somebody just addressing you in what is objectively a polite manner <laughs> yeah. is yeah. like awful. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> It yeah. is like an egg. He was so polite. It was gross. <laughs> he asked about my day weird.
4: What's wrong with him?
0: He's just supposed to ask for my favorite taco order. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: right. Um, oh, I truly feel like I could chat with you guys forever. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I have to ask before we sign off. What is, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, and it could be something we said already, but what what comes to mind?
0: I mean, I think for me, it's making sure that your profile is genuinely about you and shows you at all different angles, full body photo, um, definitely have a selfie type photo. Um, or like one that's close up of your face, but also show you doing activities and like things that you like to do. I think that's really important. Um, I like to have a photo of me and my friends, um, so I can kind of show like what my body looks like next to a straight size body. I think that that helps mm. a lot for me personally. Mm-hmm. That's totally up to yeah. you though. Um, but I think like making sure that your profile feels like genuinely you and showcases you what you look like in. True life is helpful. Um, and then my other recommendation should just be like, go on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you're scared, just do it. Do it scared. Yeah.
4: You can also add videos to like hinge profiles mm-hmm. and that's really great. So your body's moving. So they see you at all angles, which is, it eases your mind a little bit, but also if you're afraid to go on that first date, find Like in, you have so much anxiety about them, find one really great first date outfit and it's always your first date outfit. So you don't have to think about it. It's something you're super confident in. You know, you look good in it and you feel hot and just like, that's what you hit every single time. They have no idea that you've worn it, you know, three times last mm-hmm. week just do it. Also, three times dates, three dates in one week is a lot. So, you know. Sounds exhausting. (laughs) Yeah, I I I would never. I would never. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been on a date in a year and a half. So (laughs) I I, I will say that.
1: I had a guy on a date recently tell me that once he went on 13 first dates
0: in a week. In a week?
1: One week. It's well, like a second really, job.
0: That is. But right? was he really looking for a wife? Like he was like on the hunt? He's looking for a relationship, but it didn't seem like he was like that no? zeroed in. But he's really? like, yeah, you know, you go to like coffee
1: in the morning and then a happy hour and then dinner. Like, no. That
4: shows me that he doesn't have a personal life. Where is he fitting oh, that's his what friends I said.
0: In? Yeah, yeah. Like what else are you doing in your life? Do you work? Do you have friends? Do you have hobbies? Right. That's why I was asking if he was like truly looking for like a wife because they, he was making it a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doesn't sound fun. No. No. Yeah, it sounded awful. But
4: <laughs> this has been wonderful. <laughs>
1: yeah. This has not been awful. This has <laughs> been very fun. Thank you both so much again for coming on. We missed Erica dearly. Her her yeah. internet uh her internet decided that she was uh not long done. for this world. Today. Yeah, done for
0: the day. Done for the yeah. day. Yeah. I don't know. It was like we're and we're retrograde. Out. <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. Um, but thank you again. I am so excited for our listeners to hear this. And please let them know where can people find you?
4: You can find us anywhere. You can listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all the things. And then make sure you follow us on social media. It's at swipe fat on TikTok and Facebook. Oh, and we have the private Facebook group where you can join and meet a whole community of plus size women on Facebook. So search Swipe Fat Podcast on Facebook and we'll let you in.
1: Mm -hmm. Amazing. And you all also do trips, right? As part of your podcast community?
0: Yeah, yes. we do uh, Fat Babe Vacations. Um, we are going to Italy in June. That one's all booked, but we have a trip to Spain coming up in October. We still have spots left, and we are going to Bali next October. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are both uh, – I think we have at least 10 spots for each.
4: And you can go to the link in our Instagram bio to get there. Yeah, link
0: in Insta bio.
1: Perfect. We didn't say this on as we were recording, but that is how we got connected because yeah. your trips are also through Trova trip. And mm-hmm. so that's that's how we ended up here. So I can. Yeah, yeah I can attest. these The trips are amazing. So
0: they are. Yeah. We, we went to us. Greece last year and it was just like uh, life-changing. really life changing. Yeah. To be with wait. other plus size women traveling um, was something I'd never done before. And so mm-hmm. it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's It's heartwarming. And I know that that is, you know, you mentioned the
1: thing about the restaurant chairs. I know from, mm-hmm. you know, posts that you guys have done on social media and also other plus sized people on social media that traveling, the anxiety behind traveling while plus sized is something that I think a lot of people think about that stops them from doing it.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 It does. We want them to come with us. We'll all do it together. <laughs> there
1: you go. Well, thank you again. This was so amazing and can't wait for
0: everyone to hear it. Yeah. Thank you for thank having you. us bye bye bye, bye.